Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's a it's an important skill set, but not one that everyone brings in. And I think that is one of the pieces that separates those who are really successful in this industry um, to those who, who may not rise to that level or certainly that quickly, because it, it is you know, I mentioned before, if you, a lot of what we deal with is very complex. And if you can't boil that down into. Welcome to Change Your Mindset podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success. And especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. (laughs) Yes, that's right, improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts, and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show. My guests are Joe Taylor and Courtney McKay from J. Taylor Associates based out of Fort Worth, Texas. Joe was a founding member of J. Taylor in 1999 and is currently chairman of the board of managers. Joe delivers a full complement of business advisory and tax planning expertise to their clients with a special emphasis in the areas of business formation and structural planning, business reorganizations, business buy-sell structuring, estate and gift tax planning, business valuation, business plan development, and more. Joe's a graduate of Oklahoma State University with a degree in accounting. Courtney was a founding member of J. Taylor in 1999 as well. Courtney has over 25 years of public accounting experience, primarily focused on consulting and business advisory services. She has extensive knowledge of business enterprise valuations, incentive compensation plans, and damage assessments. In addition, she has assisted clients with strategic planning, including joint venturing, business acquisition, and due diligence services. Courtney graduated cum laude from TCU with a Bachelor of Business Administration in Accounting. Jay Taylor & Associates is the lead sponsor of the Oklahoma State University School of Accounting Communication Center, and our conversation focuses on the importance of effective communication in the accounting profession. So before we get to the interview, I've got a few housekeeping items to do. Off script, Mastering the Art of Business Improv is available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle version. If you want to learn more about the book or order a copy, go to offscriptimprov.com and order your copy by clicking the click to order button. If you want to buy 10 or more books, please contact me so I can offer you a bulk discount at peter at petermargaritas.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast episode with a friend. Also, I'd greatly appreciate it if you leave a review of the show wherever you download your podcast from. Please visit my YouTube channel, Peter A. Margaritas, CSP, CPA, Business Improv Virtuoso, where you can see previous podcast video episodes along with this one. While there, just hit the subscribe button so you won't miss any updates. 
This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This episode is sponsored by Peter A. Margaritas, LLC, also known as The Accidental Accountant. Are you looking for a speaker that can bring powerful content, virtually or in person or on-site, that is memorable and engaging in a way that motivates and inspires your audience? Instead of data dumping and numbing with numbers, imagine your people and teams delivering a financial story to your stakeholders, a story that creates engaging and relationship-building business conversations. Would you be interested in learning more about how that is accomplished? How would you feel if the value your facilitator provided your organization far exceeded the dollar amount on their invoice? Peter Margaritas, CPA and certified speaking professional, delivers all of the above and much, much more. All of Peter's programs can be done virtually, in person and on site at your location or at an off-site venue. Send Peter a note at peter at petermargaritas.com and or visit his website at www.petermargaritas.com to learn more about what Peter can bring to your next conference, management retreat, or workshop. Now, let's get to the interview with Joe and Courtney. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We got a really serious talk, a topic we're going to talk about today. My guests are Joe Taylor and Courtney McKay, and you've heard all about their bios in the introduction. But what we're here to talk about is why is communication so important in the accounting profession? Cordy, Joe, which one of you want to start? I'll I'll start and then Joe can jump in um, because I'm sure he's got different experiences from mine. From my perspective, it's just that is the piece that underlies everything else that you do. If you put together an amazing technical analysis Uh, but aren't able to communicate it well uh, to where the recipient of that understands the story that you're trying to tell with those numbers, then it's kind of meaningless. And and you've probably lost an opportunity um, to to engage well with that particular client or to give them really the information that they're looking for if they're trying to make a decision. Uh, So there's, there's a lot of different facets of it. Number one is um, if, if you're sloppy, like for example, if you, send an email that's got a lot of incorrect grammar or the tone's not right or whatever, you've kind of lost credibility before you even get to the substance of what you're uh, trying to engage with someone about. So it, it just, it's part of the professional package. Um, and it's just, it's critical to both your communication internally with your coworkers, whether that's, you know, in a firm or in, uh, in industry, uh, whoever you might be working with. And then it's anybody that you're kind of working alongside, whether it's a a client or, you know, anything like that. So you've got to be able to articulate well um, to be able to really foster that relationship and get to the substance of what that other person needs. Absolutely. Joe? I would, I would reiterate what Courtney just said, and and I will make this comment that just going into accounting, it, it seems to be, you know, a very technically based uh, curriculum, academic preparation, and then what you bring out in the marketplace. But being able to communicate well has made all the difference in terms of my career path. My trajectory has been very impacted by that. The ability to, one, know yourself, and then two, really be able to understand the person or persons that you're dealing with and know the message you're trying to convey and then be able to convey the message. 
Uh, and as Courtney said, that helps in building relationships, which is really important in business, but it also helps you in terms of having impact, bringing value to your client or even in an internal circumstance where you're communicating with your employees or your partners. So let me ask you guys this question. Remember back when, when you graduated from your universities? Oh, yes. I, uh, did you did you have a baseline, a foundation of communication skills, or was it more of a baseline foundation of accounting technology, terminology, uh, and less in the communication area? So I, on mine, the, my training was, you know, the academic, the, the, mm -hmm. the technical, as you say. Um, and not so much the, the communication side. I grew up in a big family, and there's some background uh, aspects that were helpful to me, um, but didn't really have you know, the underlying training. I, I like people, and relationships are important to me, so that would automatically attract me to uh, aspects of communication that are important, relational. So, so I did have that, but I didn't, Pete, I did not have any kind of a formal training in terms of, you know, bringing good communication skills into my business life. Courtney? Mine's a little bit different. And um, I will say I'm probably in the category kind of where you started out, where I, you know, kind of knew I wanted to do accounting and thought that would be a lot of sort of behind the scenes in the numbers kind mm -hmm. of work, not near as much relational and interactive as what that career turns out to be. Um, but I did also, uh, I had a minor in English, so I had a lot of training more so in written communication, which I still utilize a great deal now. Um, so that was helpful to me kind of unexpectedly for this career, but I certainly refer back to that training a lot. When I came out of, uh, I, I came in the professional age. I got an undergraduate in business administration from the University of Kentucky. Then I came back in with the Case Western Reserve about 10 years later and worked on my master's of accountancy. Being Greek American and growing up in restaurants in the retail business, and then as a loan officer for a bank, I, I already had, I developed those communication skills. And, and that banking aspect really taught me about relationships. So when I got into a firm, they didn't know what to do with me. They wanted me to sit down and be quiet. And I'm going, well, why aren't we talking to our clients? Why, why are we, you know, the doorbell's ringing and nobody's answering the door. And I was, I was viewed as a, as a first year staff, but I was 31 at the time and had, had some business background. And I was, I, since I it's always kind of frustrated me about that. But the other aspect of this goes to is that accounting, the language of accounting is a foreign language to sales, to marketing, to distribution, to HR, just as medical lingo is a foreign language to most of us because we don't we haven't studied that. And when we're talking with our clients and our clients are going, no, I, I don't have any business background. I was a performance arts major and I fell into this business and I need you to talk one on one with me to a language I can understand. I find most accountants can't translate very well and it makes for very frustrating clients. Your thoughts on that? So I would say that's key. Okay. Um, I mean, you've got a, one, you have, a, have to have a pretty good antenna in terms of understanding who you're communicating with. Um, and yes, it is very, very important to be able to communicate, yes, with the CEO, you know, the top level people who may have a strong technical acumen and to be able to communicate with people who do not, really don't understand accounting, a client, 
some of our clients are not quote business people mm-hmm. that may be scientists or have other areas of expertise. And so you've got to go where they are. And, and that takes work. It really takes work, paying attention to where they are, the nuances of the communication, using the right adjectives that takes practice and it takes asking questions and it takes a lot of listening to figure out, okay, did I hit the mark? Follow up with a question to see if you felt like you hit the mark. Um, you get better and better with that. And uh, it's very satisfying when you get to a point where you feel empowered in your communication to relay a message. Um, and it becomes even more important when you're moving in accounting and some of the, and we're, we're into, I'm in tax and some of the technical areas where there's um, maybe some creativity, mm-hmm. uh, bringing a little bit of creativity to situations, how to describe those to tee those up with, with a party that you're asking to look at a transaction and, and they're going to be the decision maker, but you've got to explain it. So they're comfortable with right. it. So it takes it, you know, it, it, a lot of that happens with time. You have a good background um, going, going into your career to your, your work life, but somebody that doesn't have that with some work, they can get there with that. And it, that's what, that's what really makes the difference is when you can bring a message to the party that you're dealing with. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, it's a, it's an important skill set, but not one that everyone brings in. And I think that is one of the pieces that separates those who are really successful in this industry um, to those who, who may not rise to that level or certainly that quickly. Because it, it is, you know, I mentioned before, if you a lot of what we deal with is very complex. And if you can't boil that down into, I mean, first to anticipate what is important to the person that I'm talking to, like what are the key things that they need to consider. So you've got to kind of parse that out of all the different data that you're looking at and then be able to articulate it well so that they understand. And what I have learned over the course of my career is that a lot of times the the clients don't even know what they want. So a lot of it, a lot of what we do is also educating our client enough about whatever the issue is so that they know what they need. But you've got to do that in a way that you're not condescending or belittling. I mean, just acknowledging that their expertise is in an entirely different area. And, and that's why they need us. And so, as Joe said, to kind of bridge that gap and, and meet them where they are and, and parse things down and make it simple enough that they can understand uh, and they don't have to understand the ins and outs of how to do it or how to get the number but they need to understand what it means so that they can make knowledgeable decisions absolutely now i'm going to take a step back to where we were just a few moments ago about talking about did you guys have this in your curriculum when you graduated so i haven't i haven't mentioned this in the intro but i think it's time to pull the curtain back and go the uh jay taylor firm based in Fort Worth, Texas, is the major contributor to the OSU, this is the Oklahoma State University OSU School of Accounting Communication Center that we're going to launch, we're launching it in process. So you see the value there, but more, I think it's more impactful is the word I was looking for, that if we can reach them at this level and get them to see the importance of communication and realize how important it is in their career, will vault them over their competition once they get out into the workforce. Make a big difference. And and that is why we're behind it, uh, Pete. It really is. So we have, we'll have new staff come in and and our firm, we're a pretty advisory. We're a very advisory based practice, Mm -hmm. uh, which means that our people are going to be interacting with people relatively early on. 
we see the students come out with the, the, the good grade point, the, the great technical knowledge. We want to see them also empowered uh, to have a better trajectory with their career, but also greater satisfaction in terms of what they're doing. That's why we believe in it. And, um, and, and we've seen as, as our employees come along and we develop a lot of that with our people as they're with the firm, but to get, um, get that skill set and that frame of mind, that thinking turned on while they're still at Oklahoma state. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they come in, they will move, they'll move much faster. They'll be happier. I think they'll have more peace about what they're doing and the value of what they're doing. We're very excited about what this, this can do for the students that participate in this program. Absolutely. Courtney. I, I think just like anything else, I mean, you get better with practice. Right. And so in the university setting, when you're, you know, in the midst of doing projects all the time or whatever, the, the more that we can layer the communication aspect in mm-hmm. to give people repetition and practice and communicating in a variety of different ways, because there's, you know, certainly written communication is important you know, pr- presentation skills, that idea of, of taking something really complex and boiling it down to, you know, here's the, the key facts in, in a very concise way. All of that's really important. And to the extent that students can start practicing that while they're in school, they come out, they're more comfortable and confident. And so it's it's less scary the first time that they're put in front of a client. And obviously they'll continue, you know, as they gain experience, you know, in the industry, mm-hmm they'll get better and better as they go. But starting out with that foundation, I think just helps them to approach that with more confidence since it's not the first time they've ever tried to act in that capacity. Absolutely. And I think the, the thing that this communication center is going to do for the accounting students is going to give them a safe place. Accountants in nature don't want to fail. They don't want to make mistakes. That's just the way that we're kind of wired. Uh, and, and even at the even at the university level, but we provide them a safe space and feedback on the on, on presentation skills on on all these different workshops we, we're, we're talking about will allow them to fail in a safe environment and learn from it quicker than being out in the workforce and having to learn at that point in time. And I think that's part of the scary part. Uh, even when I, when I work with young professionals and even those who've been in the profession for a while about changing the way we communicate. Well, I've been doing it this way the whole time and it seems to be okay. Then I asked him, do you have a 10 key on your desk? Nine, nine, nine times out of 10, they go, yes. And I said, well, if you heard about you need a support group. If you heard about Excel and all this other stuff, it's, it's, but it's, it's in that whole, why do I need to change? But if we don't change, we kind of disappear. Well, and I, th- I would think that, uh, if I'm an accounting student and I'm listening to this, I'm starting to think accounting is a lot more than I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, and it is, yeah. as, you know, whether it's public or private, it's mm-hmm. a lot more. It's not just running numbers. It's what you do with those numbers. And it's what you do with your analyses. That's what gets exciting. That's what's gratifying. That's what's fun. And but the development of those skills. And as Courtney said, if you can if you can start focusing on those and developing those awareness of the importance of those, you learn every day. I mean, I, I, I learn different ways of communicating now, you know, now that I did three or four years ago or five years ago. You learn and you keep picking up. Sometimes you see the way somebody else communicates, the way they handle a situation or a problem. We have a we have a little saying here that sometimes when we have a mistake, we have a goof up nine out of 10 times. 
we can go through that and be in a better relationship with our client than if it hadn't happened because it gives you a chance to show your integrity. Mm-hmm. It gets to show you a chance to show you care. It allows that relationship to go deeper than it would have if you just did the work, they saw it, they were happy, you know, did some more work, et cetera. But you now have to, you're kind of forced into a more deep conversation and kind of showing who you are, showing your colors and how you communicate in that process is really important and then furthers your confidence. Like you said earlier, Pete, I mean, this, this allows your confidence to build in terms of I can handle situations that come up because uh, they will come up. Yes, they will. <laughs> Cardi? No, I agree. I think, um, you know, that's that's huge. Um, those are the, the moments that we all dread are those mistake moments. But I think um, in my experience, what Joe said is exactly on point. It does. It comes down to how you communicate it. And if done effectively, can be a game changer in that relationship kind of going back to your question before about, you know, the, the importance of learning these basic skills in school is that it also gives you a chance to practice um, communicating with the presumption of a different person on the other end. Cause how, like how I communicate with Joe is going to be different than how I communicate with a client or how I communicate with a, a you know, first year staff that's trying to learn what to do. So your, your skills and your approach to those are going to be different. And so incorporating this idea into the curriculum gives you an opportunity to practice a lot of those different types of situations, you know, conflict resolution uh, is, is one, uh, you know, owning up to mistakes could, could be a part of that. Um, that you don't necessarily practice all those things every day, but being in the curriculum, you can kind of force some of those situational type responses. Yeah, I've got I've got two classes, uh, one with uh, about 53 and one with 130 students. So I've got TAs and the way the classes, uh, it's kind of a flip classroom where they do the work. They come in, we work through the homework together, we answer questions and stuff. And, and, and these TAs are, are bright and smart. And I, I've talked to both Angela and Alyssa. I said, can I let them like drive a little bit of the class to ha- have them start working on the presentation skills? And they go, absolutely do it. And some have, last night in the class, one, one of the students, she, I asked her, at, I saw her campus around lunch, the very short notice, she jumped all over it. And she, she said, then we're kind of working before she gets started. And then as soon as it was time to go, she went, kind of was hugging herself. She was behind the podium. So really the students couldn't see this, but I could see this. And I was, I was watching her do that. And then she would ask the audience a question. One, two, if nobody answered, she answered. So when she was done, I took her aside. I said, you were nervous once. She goes, how'd you know? I said, you were hugging yourself. So that's fine. But I want you to gain some confidence to the point that you're going to go out from behind this podium and interact with them one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But right now, this is your safe zone. And two, when you ask a question, let the pause provoke the answer. Let that dead air. And how? I said, well, you see me do that sometimes. I'll just pause and anybody and just try to get them to answer instead of me answering for them. And these little things, I just, I'm kind of playing around with and see how they, but they, they seem to be taken really well to it. I mean, my perspective is students today, 
I feel like they're a lot smarter than I was when I was in school. <laughs> I mean, they, they learn so much and, you know, so it's really, it's just having the opportunity to, to do these things. If they're not asked to, they're, they're not going to, you know, think about it really. I mean, they're studying accounting. It's a hard class and, you know, they feel like if, if they learn all the material, then they're good to go. And that, that is true to a point, but I think these, these softer skills are, are really game changers um, in the profession. And I, I think the students will respond very positively uh, to those opportunities. It's just incumbent on, you know, on us to help them have those opportunities. Absolutely. Joe? And, and it may be helpful for the students to have a, a, you know, a good idea of what, what kinds of things are we talking about? I mean, it's one, you know, I, I need to work with a team, you know, as a team member, you know, in the firm that I'm at, okay, I work as a team. There's communication that goes there. Somewhere along the way, you're going to supervise a project. So I got to figure out how to organize it, how to communicate it, you know, in a way that, you know, is effective. And then before long, you know, you're going to be making a presentation to a client. Mm -hmm. right, that's a different, that's a little different. That's mm -hmm. that requires, because now you're going to have to have, pay attention to, you know, what multiple people mm -hmm. are hearing and, and where are they at? What's their background? And so, and then, then you, at some point you may facilitate a retreat or some strategic discussions, mm -hmm. may even at some point get involved in some sort of mediation. It, it sort of evolves. And, and the, one of the things I just want to say to the students is engage in this you'll be surprised how fun if you want to use that term yes, uh, yeah. this can be and how what seemed like oh accounting intermediate accounting and cost accounting and you know all of that you, you know that's technical and it's hard work and it's hard studies you know it mm -hmm. really is but then it's it, it's like you got the, like the doctor now you've got your wares now now you're going to go use it to help people and to help mm -hmm. clients and uh, it just become empowered and it becomes very, very satisfying. And it's the, that is the gravy. That is why I love what I get to do. It's, I love accounting. Counting is good, but to be able to now use that and connecting with people and helping people um, it, and, and to be able to do it. Yeah. You get uncomfortable. Like you, you were right, Pete. Sometimes I get into even in situations where you're a little uncomfortable mm -hmm. because I haven't been in that setting before. Mm -hmm. And, but if you're well-organized and prepared and you've done a, You've done this sort of thing before uh, it works out well so uh, anyway I'm just I'm real proud of the school and and what you all are doing Pete and I and I think that the students they they may see some of the real value in it and right now as they're kind of going into it but I think the ones that come out that have participated in this program they're going to find their careers are going to have a great trajectory and they're going to enjoy their work what they get to do more than those who don't have that going in Absolutely. And, and I think that, and I don't know, I, I had to go up to Cleveland last month. Uh, I was doing a presentation, a, a workshop for Parker Hannafin, but that was the day before. And I went and visited one of my clients. It was a CPA, regional CPA firm. And I know the director of people and culture at this regional firm. And I, cause she, she knew what I was doing, but wanted to learn more. So for breakfast, she was asking, I was telling her, I said, like, I'll put it to you this way. You have a resume here from somebody from, I just call them the Ohio State now, or the easier. Mm -hmm. And then you got one from the real OSU. My friends in Columbus are dying right now when I say this. <laughs> <laughs> and both of them are identical. Great point average and everything identical, except you notice something on the, Ohio, the Oklahoma State. There's these rec recognitions of 
I've taken this workshop in emotional intelligence, I've better business writing, presentation skills, uh, conflict management, and we don't see that over here. Who are you going to employ? She said, Hand, hands down, the one from Oklahoma State. And then asked me, can I send out some stuff? Because I'd like to maybe recruit from Oklahoma State. I said, absolutely. I think this is, I, I don't know, I, I get goosebumps when I start thinking about this, about the impact that I truly believe that this communication center will have on our students and maybe start that impact through the profession because employers have been asking for this for a long time. And, and academia has not responded to the market in a timely manner. Oklahoma State decided to respond to that in a timely manner. And, and I, they had me at hello when they pitched this idea to me. Well, it's, it, it's going to be really good. Uh, Pete, and I was thinking as you were talking, even our, our uh, I don't know if our intern, yeah, some of our interns had some direct client communication. Our first year staff are communicating with clients. So, so they're going to be using some of these skills very quickly. We don't, again, we're a little bit more advisory based than maybe some practices or some business. We're very advisory based. So that means that interaction is going to be part of it. And I don't mean to say, okay, you know, if I'm a little nervous about that and am I able to do that, I promise you you know, people, once they have a little bit of training, a little bit of help, they'll be able to do that. They'll be able to communicate well. Um, and they'll, they'll, and, and I think what's going to happen, Pete, is the employers are going to do what you just described. Um, they're going to do like we are. And they're mm -hmm. going to say, you know, we, we need those skills. Mm -hmm. We don't want just, we don't need the backroom people. You can get those. Those are easier. Right. But the ones who are going to be able to get out front with information, communicate that skill already being being developed and seen as important will make a, a, a real impact in terms of, I think, employer interest. Mm -hmm. And I, and again, I think that the trajectory of the careers of those students that bring that in right out of the box, is going to make a big difference. Yeah, that's where I see the biggest impact. Because, um, yes, if I had those two resumes, I would pick the one that showed they had had some training in those areas. But I am doubtful that there's, you know, real difficulty with your you know, high performing students to get a job currently mm -hmm. uh, with a firm. So I really see the benefit to them more being the trajectory. I think they mm -hmm. can just advance so much faster with those skills and they come in and they, you know, they're, I can tell you from the employer's perspective, you know, we can definitely tell students that come in, you know, equipped to do those things and, and which ones don't. And the, the path is just faster for those that can um, and like Joe said, you know, we can do training and, and we do um, allow people, you know, usually to train through experience. Um, but, yeah, those ones that, that come in ready to go on those, they're just able to step into so many things earlier in their career progression than they otherwise would. And you're right. Our high performing students, based upon the job market that's out there, are getting hired like crazy. And I, I, I was sharing with the student who's a marketing major uh, who did very well on the first exam. And so I'm trying to recruit her into accounting. I said, by the way, your market, when would you be interviewing? Uh, most of our juniors who are accounting majors, they've already got job offers. What? Yeah. So ask your parents, what do you think you should do? Take this, try the path, at least, at least take foundations and intermediate. It's, it's not going to hurt you in the long run, but if all of a sudden you find out that you love it because you get this knack for it, then move that, move that career throughout the, the, the whole uh, curriculum. Um, 
I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm not very good at this. They say that those who teach can't do. Uh, I can do, but not at the level I used to. But I, I, this ability to help these students seek these goals, and I love the word trajectory, that it'll put them past everybody else and then move farther along in their career. So as we begin to wrap up, if we had a student sitting right here and kind of going, I'm not buying exactly what you're putting down, what would be your comment back to that student in, in a way that might get them to convince that, okay, now I have a better understanding of what you're trying to tell me? Well, I'll, I'll go first, Joe, and then, then you can hop in. Um, I think, to me, it opens up the avenues of, there's such a wide variety of things that somebody can do with an accounting degree. Um, but to do the fun stuff, it's more than just crunching the numbers. And so I think to, to create a more enjoyable career, those are the skills that allow you to get out from behind the computer and do the engaging, satisfying activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always going to be a place for, you know, people to, you know, crunch the numbers, fill in the tax returns, you know, do those types of activities. And I'm not diminishing that, but I think, you know, for a lot of us, what's really satisfying about the the profession is, is the relational piece. Mm-hmm. And um, so those skills will give them, more opportunity with how they want to use that degree or that CPA certification. Joe? I agree with Courtney. I agree with Courtney. And I, and I think that, um, and I think you, when we talk about communication, we always like to think about listening first and paying attention to where the other person is, the person at the other side of the table, what are they thinking? What are their, what's, what's on their mind? What are their objectives? What are their goals? Figuring out where the other person is. That's interesting all by itself. But then to know how and when to communicate written and the different forms of written communication, oral communication, maybe presentations, what different forms of providing presentation and knowing the right one to use for a circumstance. Sometimes, like you said, that pause, Pete, that, that sometimes the unspoken, the, the body, the way you handle yourself can make a very big difference. But to be empowered with all that in the end, in my mind, translates into much less stress with your, with your professional life and, and, and trajectory is a word we're using here, but it, it, it's just a more satisfying, more enjoyable, meaningful, purposeful uh, career path. Cause you, you're able to accomplish things, you know, to take that technical that you have that a lot of people have, but now to use it to the benefit of others. And, and to me, that's, that's, that's at the end of a good day is a day where I feel like I've really brought some real impact to others, whether it's internal or whether it's external with clients. And I wrote something down, as you said earlier, that it falls right back into place. To be the best accountant you can be, you want to serve others. Mm-hmm. And in doing that serving of others, we have to be, have, have strong technical skills, equally as strong communication skills, mm-hmm. in order to serve our clients, serve our community, serve our country. And my, my uncle, I could, he, he was a former lieutenant, uh, former, excuse me, colonel, full bird colonel. <laughs> and he... He was always about whatever we can do to serve our clients, customers, community, and our country makes us better citizens. Yes. Absolutely does. Well, guys, I can't thank you enough. It's it's October 6th. 
And I don't know how many things you get due on October 15th, but I know my return is still on extension. And I'm getting nervous because I haven't heard from my accountant. So I may have to call them and say, what's going on here? <laughs> well, I, I thank you both very much. I look forward to seeing you both on the 18th at our retreat and hammer through this fun stuff that we're going to unveil rather quickly. Look forward to it, Pete. You're Thanks very much. Thank, thank you. you, guys. Thank right, you. Bye-bye. 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 I want to thank Joe and Courtney for their thoughts on why communication skills are essential in the accounting profession. I would also like to thank Joe, Courtney, and Jay Taylor Associates for believing in this communication mission and by being the lead sponsor of the Oklahoma State University School of Accounting Communication Center. Remember, there are people who prefer to say yes, and there are people who prefer to say no. Those who say yes are rewarded by the adventures they have, and those who say no are rewarded by the safety they obtain. Be a yes person. And thank you for listening. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.